podcasts from the Cochrane Library, the latest evidence for healthcare decision-making. Hello, I'm Mike Clark, podcast editor for the Cochrane Library. Alongside the dozens of Cochrane reviews of possible treatments for dementia, are reviews looking at how to diagnose it, including the use of a phone or video call rather than an in-person visit. In April 2022, we added a new review to these, evaluating the accuracy of remote cognitive assessment, and we asked Amy Elliott to speak with lead author and colleague at the University of Leicester in England, Lucy Bashon, about the review for this podcast. Hi Lucy. Firstly, please would you sum up what is meant by a remote cognitive assessment? Hi Amy. Uh, It's basically a way of assessing someone's ability to think, learn or remember things. In particular, we use it to help diagnose dementia, Uh, that is done during a virtual consultation. Usually we do this either via telephone uh, or over a video link. Various assessment tools are available uh, to be used and they're either purpose-built for a virtual consultation or these are long-standing assessment tools that have been adapted for virtual use. Thanks. The review looks at the accuracy of using these remote cognitive assessments in diagnosing dementia. So could you tell us why we need to have good evidence on this? Uh, So dementia is a common progressive illness, and it's really important that it's identified accurately so that we firstly don't miss people who do have a diagnosis of dementia, but also secondly, so that we don't cause unnecessary distress by incorrectly diagnosing dementia when it isn't really there. Uh, Since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, an increasing number of appointments have been moved from face-to-face to virtual And although we could assume that these assessment tools would work the same way if they were done remotely or in person, some assessments do require visual information to be given or they use questions based on uh, orientation to a new environment. And these are really difficult to replicate uh, remotely. I personally experienced this firsthand during the pandemic uh, when attempting to use one of these tools over the phone and trying to verify that the patient's location in a supermarket car park was correct. Um, It's therefore quite important that we make sure that these assessments are as accurate when they're done virtually as when they're done face to face. So what does the evidence say about the accuracy of remote cognitive assessments? Uh, In total, we found seven studies involving just over 750 participants uh, that compared a remote cognitive assessment to a gold standard diagnosis of dementia. By gold standard, I mean a diagnosis from an experienced clinician based on information gathered from the patient's history, examination and investigations, for example, brain scans and blood tests, as well as the information that they gained from the cognitive assessment tool. Six of the studies looked at telephone assessments and only one looked at a video call based assessment. Uh, All of the studies were at some risk of bias uh, and they had quite a wide range of accuracy results with no one test being clearly better than another. We also found 24 studies that compared a remote assessment to the equivalent in-person version of that test. For example, a telephone version of a common test called the Mini Mental State Examination, or MMSE for short, um, compared to the in-person MMSE. Generally, there was good agreement between the two ways of doing these tests, but this was rarely perfect. So you mentioned the comparison of the remote tests against the gold standard of a dementia diagnosis compared to an in-person test. Why is that important? Cognitive assessments are commonly used to help um, get a diagnosis of dementia, but on their own, they're not enough. Um, There are quite a few common problems with them. For example, language barriers or the person's level of education can also affect the results of the test. 
even some of the most used cognitive assessments um, aren't perfect at telling us whether a person has dementia or not. So when we look at a remote assessment, we need to look at how good it is at telling us whether someone has dementia rather than simply just how it compares to um, an imperfect in-person test. Thanks, Lucy. Overall, what's your take home message about the diagnostic accuracy of remote cognitive assessments and how can people get hold of the full review? I'd say that although remote tests are increasingly used, there is still not enough good quality evidence right now to tell us how accurate they are. Carrying out consultations virtually is still complicated and can be very variable um, between places and clinicians. Therefore, we need more research to be done before we can really recommend any particular test for remote use. And for now, although they do have some use as part of a wider assessment, an in-person version would still be re required to confirm a diagnosis of dementia. Um, finally, to get hold of the full version of the review, people just need to go to cochranelibrary.com and search for remote diagnosis of dementia. Uh, they will then see a link to the review.